0: To a, another um, member conversation with Rach. I'm here today with Sam Fricker, and Sam has this amazing range of skincare called Wild Fusion Skincare. And um, yeah, and I'll, and I'll invite Sam to just give us a bit of a rundown about um, what she does. She's an owner operator as well, so she's doing it all by herself. And Sam, give us a bit of a background to the business and where you got started, and you know how you came to be creating this amazing skincare range? Yeah, sure. Thanks. Thanks, Rach. Um, so, yeah, I've been going for probably about
1: four years now. Um, I actually moved, my husband and I um, and our family, we moved to Beverly um, at the start of 2000. Um, and I was actually, I'm actually a city kid through and through. My husband's not. He's born and bred Naranbeen and in up area. Um, right. So he loves the country. Um, he convinced me to come on. <laughs> let's move <laughs> up to Beverly. And I went, look, as far as, this is as far as I'm going to go. <laughs> an hour right. away from you know, an hour away from the you know the outskirts of Perth. Yeah. Um, and you know, and we sort of found ourselves in in Beverly. So, um, you know, which was really you know, it was a bit of a culture shock, to be honest. It's um, you know, funny how you get so used to the modern conveniences of you know of mm. living in the city, and then you come out yeah. and like you know you kind of go what do you mean shops aren't open and why can't I get this and and, you know and and online shopping wasn't big when we moved out here either so it was either like you do the trip down to the or you know you try and find what you've got so that's sort of um that's kind of how I fell into it it was like um okay well I don't have this I, I don't have access to any shops for the next you know for the weekend so you know and then I just started making um you know like cleaning brews and working with essential oils you know I wasn't any um doing any um selling of any type then um yeah. enough I'd, I you know I'd ring up my nan and say hey nan how did you used to get such and such you know what did you yeah, used to get know, back in the day and and yeah. um you know because they just had the best stuff you know it was just so mm. simple but you know it kind of worked and um yeah you know she was just like don't make you don't have to make it you know hard you know um yeah. so that's kind of where it, it kind of started. And then I got interested in, you know, removing um, a lot of sort of um, heavily chemical based products, you know, in the family home. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and then that sort of came to me making my own skincare, you know, really rough skincare, like really, you know, <laughs> she wasn't pretty, but, you know, it used to work.
0: Yeah. And, and it can't be that rough because your, your skin's bloody gorgeous. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I can get up close <laughs>
0: um yeah so you
1: know I sort of um you know fell in it to that way and then I sort of got to a point where people go well can you make me something you know I've got such and such wrong and I haven't found anything well yeah I'll give something a go um and just sort of fell in love with you know with making it and formulating and and sort of trying to help people with their skin problems. You know, not that I can solve everyone's skin problem, but I certainly mm-hmm. love the challenge of doing it. Um, yeah. But I did actually get to a point when I was doing, you know, just my DIY stuff. It was just like I didn't have that education behind me to really start formulating really, um, I wouldn't say like good products, but unless you understand the formulation and what every, you yeah. know, what every ingredient, what function they yeah. have, you know, what goes well together, what doesn't like to be paired together. You know, there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of science. It science, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I kind of went, oh, you know, can I do it? You know, I'm 40, <laughs> you know, 40 something. And, you know, is it too late? Am I too old? You know, I kind of did all that type of thing and went, well, you know yeah. what? Yeah, just do you know i was able to do this um just before COVID, so i was actually able to do all my studies online which is really great through an wow. institution over in over in queensland yeah. um and that was just fantastic and what i learned there was just everything i needed to be and basically at the end of the um the study i was i became a qualified um formulating chemist so um which was you know who would have thought in a million years that <laughs> i you know I'd do it you know like, my background is in bookkeeping and accounting, and you know, and you know, yep. trying to marry those two up, and um, you know that. So that's kind of where it started. And and like I said, my my love for it was the actual formulation part. I was actually, you know, making products that actually work. You know,
0: yeah.
1: So you know, um, there's a lot out there. The skincare industry is just mm. a massive. It's, it's, huge. it's huge, you know. Yeah. I didn't know that at the time when I went, you know what, I'll give it a go, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and then went, oh, you know, holy heck, it's she's a big industry, and you know, you, you're sort of you've got to be out there elbowing with the big fellas to, to try and get your foot in the door and things like that. So that's kind of where I sort of fell
0: into it. Um, yeah. yeah. So, had, like going on from that, like it is such a competitive. Um, Mm -hmm. industry and congratulations on you've got a beautiful website that you've done a really good job on your website so that I mean it it, you look professional and you look like you know what you're talking about and and your products look gorgeous um sort of a double double question here but I, I notice you sort of you try and use Sort of local and natural ingredients, and 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 that lo- local, using you know wheat belts based and um, as much local as possible, and and how do you get your message out? Like you know, in amongst all that noise, how do you get your message mm-hmm. out? And 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 what you know, how do you make yourself different to what's out there?
1: Yeah, great. Que- you know, great questions because I tell you what—that is having your brand voice and having a really good, strong, and unique one, especially in the skincare industry. You know, that's probably been—I would say—one of my most um, challenging parts. Was it? You know, and I think I, I still am trying to, you know, um, figure that out. Is because because there's a lot of indie brands out there. There's stacks of. Um, you know, DYI is doing the next step, there's plenty of big companies, you know, there's international yeah. companies you know, and, and and it's really, really tricky. But I think, you know, you've got to stay in your lane and you've got to be true to your brand because, you know, if you're not and if you're just trying to keep up with the Joneses or, you know, mm. you're, you're looking at your competitors going, oh, I should be doing this or I should be doing that, you know, yep. at the end of the day, you're not being authentic to your brand voice. And I yep. think... You know, you can you can push through it, and I think if you can work with um, a few like um, brand, you know, strategists, or um, you know, sort of possibly get some help there, would be yeah. would be my advice. It's, it's probably something I wish I had done a bit earlier. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because, like I said, I was kind of a bit like a deer in spotlights because I have done a bit of work with some business coaches over the last couple of years, and mm. you know, the first thing they'll say to you is like, you know. What, what's your tagline? What's your transformational cell? What's that, mm. you know, sentence? <laughs> what's your point? Yeah, exactly. And you're like, well, I, I make really good skincare. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's yeah. and and they're like, it's not enough. You know, what do you do? You know, and that's mm-hmm. and that's kind of, um, you know, I'm, you know, I'm sorry, I'm sort of jumping from one thing to another, but yeah, yeah, I am yeah. actually working with a copywriter at the moment because um, just because I, I feel that that's probably my next step to. Me improve you know my online experience yeah um you know and even she turned around she said you know you're the first skincare um, brand I've worked with that you are actually a qualified formulator to to, you're qualified to do it
0: oh (laughs) and I went
1: oh really she said it's not you know it's not massive like and and I know this that there's a lot of brands out there they they just pay for a, you know, basically a formulated come in and, and do their product, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Um, but she said you don't realise how unique, you know, that is within your, wow. you know, in, the, in your industry. So and, and same thing again, like you said, it's like, you know, I'm trying to get all these, as many connections as I can with local growers, um, local producers. Um, I'm very big on trying to keep my brand in Australia. Yeah. I really... Who want to start focusing on, on you know, finding these growers and these farmers and even um, places that import because we can't. At the end of the day, we can't get every single ingredient no. Australian made. It's just it's, it's yes. just not it's just not out there. Yeah. Um. But I kind of would like you know what I can do and you know what I can source. You know, is just you know why wouldn't I? So I've yeah. got I've been lucky enough to find a hemp grower down in Margaret River yep um i use my local honey produce uh, you know um a keeper up here for my the honey i use um i've got chai seed oil that i use from the kimberleys um there's a lot of um you know like um, sorry australian natives that i use like you know kakadu plum they come up from up north as well um and one of the Suppliers, I who I use, they actually are really, really big on getting the indigenous communities set up, so they actually can benefit and create businesses through through them. Sort of, I suppose they're like the umbrella. Yeah, and really, you know, they invest so much money back into to getting indigenous, you know, communities growing
0: growing yep. products you know that we can actually use so That'd pretty exciting awesome. yeah. um as a as an owner operator you know how, what are the challenges around you know you're your, your keeping your supply lines going and how mm-hmm. how, do you, how do you cope with that <laughs> sometimes i don't. <laughs> Sometimes yeah. it's it,
1: look, it is tricky, and, and any owner-operator who's listening, who might yep. be listening to this, would, un, would completely understand. And, and I think you might have been in the same boat when you first started your business. It might have just been you. That's right. you know? I think yeah, yeah. I think it's not uncommon. You know, I don't think I face anything um, different, you know, to anyone else. Yeah. But um, I just think you know you, you're mm-hmm. always going to have you know your resources restricted. Like you know, you're always going to be up against that. You know, whether it's mm-hmm. whether it's financial, whether it's time, whether it's yeah. um, you know, knowledge is a big one. Um, not in a million years would I have thought, you know, if you asked me four years ago, you know, what position do you think you'll be? And I would never have, never in a million years gone yet, yeah, this is where I'm at, <laughs> you know. So <laughs> yeah, I, I think that yeah. journey you've learned, and I think as an owner-operator, you know, you kind of have to wear all these hats and you've, yes. got, to, you've got to be really, really... Um, you know, obviously, you invested. Anyone's invested in their own business, so I don't need to say that. But I think mm. you know, you have to be a quick learner. You have to be willing to, you know, you, because you're doing everything. You know, yeah. you can't afford to pay someone, you know, five grand every couple of months to do this part or that part, or yeah. you know, to outsource until you, you know, you start getting, you know, set, you know, revenue, good cash target, right? yeah. yeah, you know, yeah. until you get that. It, yeah. The reality is, you're it. You're doing it. Yeah. Um, So I think, you know, I kind of felt last year I was burning out pretty quick. I I kind of, you know, ended last year really quite (laughs) a bit frazzled to be, and and I'm quite frank and honest about it. I'm not. um, I I kind of think this is the reality of of owner operator. So I just took a step back from social media this year.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: yeah I mean look it hasn't it hasn't definitely hurt uh, my sales like you know I wouldn't say you know it, it's done anything bad that way but I yeah. certainly haven't grown online I, I recognize that but you know come back to the owner operator again I've only got set amount of time I've got set amount of resources and and what is and I think I had to sort of ask myself is what was giving me the most angst you know last yeah. year what was what was making me feel, oh my God, I just, I don't want to do this anymore. It's too hard, yeah. it's too much. Yep. Um, and I think my social media was one of them. It was like, as much as I love to mm. promote, you know, get your product out there, it was just, as you know, to be online, it's yeah. just, it's just never ending.
0: And it's, it's, yeah, it's a big commitment. Business Wild Fusion Skincare won the Wheatbelt Development Commission Owner Operator Business Award at the, oh. WVN Awards this year, which congratulations because that was um, a rather large uh, category as well. So well done on that. And so what does that mean for you winning an award like that? Yeah, of? no, thank you. Yeah, um, yeah no, I was really,
1: I was just so surprised and and just so humbled to to think that the judges saw the, um, mm. You know, my story is worthy of of being a recipient for for the award. You know, um, you know, because I take my hat off to each and every person that that entered that wall because we all know, and we can yeah. you could all sit us down together yeah. and go, you know, she's a <laughs> tough industry doing this stuff by herself, but you know, we yeah. managed to do it. Um, yeah. and I just think, you know, I, I had one of my gorgeous friends say to me, she said, just make sure, like, this was the day before. She said, please just make sure you walk in that, you know, in the, you know, into the award ceremony. Just proud of what you've done.
0: Yeah, she said, yeah.
1: win, lose, whatever. She said, just just please, because she knows what I'm like. I'm a bit of a, yeah. a workhorse, you know. <laughs> and she said, you never stop and acknowledge what, you know, where you've come from and what you've done. And she said, what you, you yeah. know, please just 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 appreciate this for for what it is. And and I think that that, you know, sometimes friends do say things to you that you go, you know what? Yeah, Sage you advice.'" Know, you can- you <laughs> did right you know I should acknowledge this because you know you have worked you know you know worked hard for it and yeah and I think that just you know especially even the application process was a great way to um just to sort of sit back and reflect as
0: well as like okay yeah. where, where did you start and look where you are and you know yeah and is sometimes you <laughs> do do that you kind of go holy moly I've, I've actually done look what I've done this year. So just exactly, yeah. you're right. That application process is, even if, you know, you don't become a finalist or a, or, or a winner, um, I've heard so many people say that, But just just sitting down and reflecting and just taking stock of what you've actually achieved, it, I guess yeah. it helps you then move forward too because you go, actually, I am doing a bloody good job. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, you've been in business four years now. What would you looking at where you come from and where you are now, if you were to go back and start again, what would you do differently? Oh, I knew <laughs> oh,
1: I mean, this one might be coming. Um
0: really a
1: really interesting question because I kind of always, you know, think about things and think, oh, if only I just had a big bundle of money when I first started, <laughs> you know, to to sort of you know to invest in this in this venture I've done and I think, yeah, I, would probably blown, I, think <laughs> I would have blown the lot. I'd probably be still sitting yeah. where I am today, you know. Yeah, so yes. it's it's really um yeah. it's really it, it's it's a tricky one because hindsight's a lovely thing, isn't it? I you know, know it you kind is. of you can kind it of go, is. you know, if you gave me that bundle of money now, I would just do so much more with it than if you gave it to me right at the start. And went, you know, lock yourself out, yeah. have a go. Um yeah, but yeah. I think probably I would try and I would probably try to find um probably a some more networking i think probably would have helped in yep. the early stages of whether it was other owner operators or people within my industry you know, i was a bit yeah. slow to sort of get involved in in a lot of things but um that's probably one thing. is just having that support network and having
0: yeah.
1: um, people to bounce things off. Because it's one thing, you yeah. know, like I've got I've got a brilliant family. I've got um, some pretty amazing friends and work colleagues that you know yeah. they're all my cheerleaders and they all you know come on, you got this, you can do it. But yeah. sometimes you, you need that that person that's you know basically riding the same race as you to say you know hey try this or no you're doing well or just having that whether they've been there or whether they're going through it is just having that that network there which you know, yeah you know, I think really really is important and
0: yeah, yeah. So is your accounting and um background sort of been Has that really has that helped you in your um you know setting up your business and have you found that's that's really yeah. helped yeah yeah I think so
1: um you know I think I'm not scared to look at my numbers I'm not scared to mm. look at um, you know and and I'm not saying you know I'm brilliant at it. I just have noticed a lot of people don't want to know their mm. metrics. Yeah. and unfortunately, you don't know your figures, you don't know your numbers. You can't make really good decisions for your business. Yeah. You know, um, and I think, like I say, I mean people are, I think you know when you're scared to look at your numbers and your figures, um I, I kind of just feel that people go, oh, if they're not good, it means I'm failing.' Where you don't see that, you know, you don't want to look at it like that. You just, you know, like I've got a spreadsheet with all my metrics, you know, it basically covers, you know, how my online sales are going, you know, what my, you know, abandoned cart is, you know, to how many repeat customers, you know, what's my, you know, email open rate, you know, versus, you know. And they yep. even think, about, you know, how many pages and this is where I actually invested in a copywriter this year is because one of my metrics, funnily enough, was, um, you know, my average page session on my website. Yep. And it's not, <laughs> it's not huge. It's only, it was only like I averaged from about 2.5 to 3. And I'm like, well, that's not great. It's not bad, bad. It's not mm. like it's just jumping straight on my home page and bouncing off, yeah. They, they, you know, I sort of went, Well, hang on, <laughs>
0: yeah, they
1: should be coming, they should be actually looking at probably four to five. That, that's what I want them to do. I want them to sit there and be on my website for a while, two, yeah. two and a half pages, probably. If they, if I haven't captured them in, in two and a half pages, my copyright or something with my either images or my copyright's not right. I'm not aging for them yep. to stay on my website so and, and like I said and, and if you can sort of look at those metrics you've got and and, and kind of understand and go well hang on and yeah, recognize
0: that's right. you know what that's an area I need to I need to work on
1: yeah you bounce know, so, rate um, to
0: understanding what that means like people hitting your Hitting your home page and then bouncing straight off. So why haven't you, why haven't you caught them? Or yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, and 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 that's where, like I say, like I said, I'm not being
1: probably with the accounting background. So like I'm not frightened to look into that. And and like I said, I mean, someone might look at that and go, "Oh God, that's really bad. I'm failing. I'm not doing well." And you know, where you really need to flip it on on its head and yeah. go, well, "Actually, it's just an area." Yeah, that you can strengthen up and you need to look at. Don't ignore. What's it. the opportunity here? Yeah. Yeah, and I think that that's you know if if anyone's listening to this and and ignores their <laughs> metrics, <laughs> you know don't be scared, of them, don't you know because you can make some really good decisions and yes. like and when you as you know when you own owner operator, only got a limited budget with things you can yeah. only spend, you know it's just so tight. Yeah, that, you exactly. know when, when you want to you know spend a few k on on a service, you want to make sure you're spending it in the right area. Yeah, you know? that's right. And, that's kind of where I think probably that background um, sets me up, um, possibly, you know, a little bit better. Yeah. You know. um, I see yourself having a storefront? No, I don't, no, I don't think so. Um, hey, oh, it doesn't mean I don't want to be in David Jones. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, yeah, I know. But you know, skincare doesn't really. Um, You know, people pick up skincare from everywhere, like from your pharmacy to, um, you know, your shopping center. You can go in Coles. You know, I just think, for me, I look at it and go, you know what, I don't, you know, I don't see it in the future for me. You know, I'm, you know, I'd be quite happy to, probably maybe expand a bit more on the wholesaling side, so I can be,
0: Mm.
1: um, you know, looking at opportunities to be in different stores, um,
0: but not actually having, you know, my myself know. Yeah. Just one final one. What's your go-to app? Or what or what oh, um is is there a, a, a brilliant app that you've discovered that you go this is life-changing?
1: Yeah, there's there's there are some great ones out there. Um mine are a bit boring on the bit boring side because you know, for social media and things like you've got InShot app. I don't know if you're oh, right. that one. Um, you know, Planly, which helps with the social media. Yeah. Um you know, like zero for, Mm. you know, that now talks to the um, e-commerce, you know, store, which is, you know, nice you don't have to fill, (laughs) you know, it just feeds all the information through and things like that. Um, But I'll tell you what is a really, really good one. Um, It's called Gorgeous. And if you ever want to check out, if you've ever got either a very busy online store, whether it be service or product based, and you've got a lot of, and and you've got a lot of, Communication through social media, email, and things right. like that—it it literally brings everything from your social media um, messaging yep. to your email messaging to your online store. So basically, you get a feed of how much that person has spent with you, what they're buying, um, behaviours are, and you can. And so, if you're sort of outsourcing someone to do your customer service, and you want them to do every you know anything and everything customer service, and you. You have all of you know. You have an online store. You've got TikTok. You've got um, you know Instagram, Facebook. It allows you to do it all in this one app. I tell you what, if wow. when and when I can upgrade because it's not a it's not a cheapie. Yeah. Um, but I tell you what, once I can you know upgrade to that one, mm. I certainly will. Yeah. It just it, all your information's there, and you can message no matter what platform it's coming from. Um, yeah, that's-
0: yeah. Can you imagine how employees. much time and that would yeah. save you? Like the, that
1: would yeah. pay for itself in no time. Yeah. 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 So you know, basically, whoever's handling the customer service is like they don't have to go. You don't have. They don't have to have access to your store. That information on what they've purchased, when they purchased, yep. how much they purchased. It's just all there, so they don't even have to go. oh, hang on, I've got to find out that the information is is definitely all there. So definitely one, to, you know, if if it's Love such a it. business. Yeah, and you've got the funds to do it, go for it. It's, it's
0: yeah. <laughs> oh lovely. Thanks Dan. That's um that's a great tip. And um and thank you so much for sharing, you know, sharing your story and giving us your time today. It was bloody beautiful and um, thank yeah. you, Rachel. Yeah.
1: Thanks, Thanks for, fun.
0: Um Yeah, no, we should do it more often. <laughs> oh, Thank you for listening to today's WBN Member Conversations podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please feel free to share it across your socials or snap a photo where you're listening from and send it to us via Facebook, Instagram or LinkedIn. If you're interested to find out more about WBN or want to sign up as a member, head to www.wheatbeltbusinessnetwork.com.au.